Hi everyone, today we're going to be reviewing Palm Springs, which recently released on Prime. It stars Andy Sandberg of Brooklyn Nine-Nine fame, who is a man already stuck in a time loop, similar to Groundhog Day or other such films. Yeah, we thought it was more of a cross between Groundhog Day and Happy Death Day, which we love both of them. Yeah. Initial impressions, I wasn't too interested in it until you repeatedly, 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 almost in a time loop, told me it's about a time loop. And then I finally went, oh, okay. Well, I've been told that it was a really good film, and I like Nine-Nine, so I like Andy Samberg, and I I love time loop films. If they're done well, not the rubbish ones. I've only seen about five or six of them. Four of them are really famous. I can't, can't remember which one I watched, but they literally just did the same scene over and over again rather than, you know, it was like very subtle differences. So you just felt you were watching the same thing over and, and it was just getting a bit boring. So if they're done well, like Groundhog Day, the Happy Death Day, they're done well. There's new stuff in every scene, even though it's the same thing happening. So rough premise. It takes place in a nice resort where there is a wedding reception party going on. Yep. Mm-hmm. And from the start, from the opening scene, Andy Samberg, whose character name is Niles? Niles, yep. Niles is wearing, essentially, party beach outfit to the wedding, and, like, wearing it all day, doesn't really have a care for the world. And he appears to be amazing at first uh, as a wedding speech. So he just rocks up and just, like, takes over the whole crowd, has the crowd in the palm of his hands, and it's absolutely perfect. And even an old woman there says, I've been to so many weddings, son, and that was the best wedding speech I've ever heard. At this point, I turned to you and said, I think he's already in this. This is He's he's in the loop. We're not seeing him beginning a loop. He's in the loop. And you turned to me and said, it was in the trailer. And I was like, was it? Yeah, that was like the premise of the film. He's already in the loop, and somebody else joins him in the loop. And you were just like, oh, but he was right. Turn up dead, get it right. <laughs> You're just a wee bit slower on the uptake. I can be a slow turn up. <laughs> yeah, so he jumps in for the speech and saves the maid of honour, who is Sarah. So she's the bride's sister because she never had a speech prepared. So then they're off kind of gallivanting together, flirting a bit, and they go off to the desert. Yes. Having a wee smoochy session, and next minute, Andy's character gets shot with an arrow. Yes, so he's being attacked by some guy. Yeah. We don't know at this point yet. And. He starts running towards a cave. Yeah, the cave, and there's sort of like a glowy light in the cave. Yeah, a big bright orange light at the be- at the end of the cave. And he's shouting over his shoulder for Sarah not to follow him in. Yeah, and he keeps going. And you never actually see the transition of the person going towards this orange, like, light. But he heads towards the orange light, and presumably he dies, or it's resetting his own day. Whichever, I which think one it was maybe like a sort of glowy portal thing. So he doesn't technically die, glowy, but, yeah, you know, like, portal, but... the premise is, you know, like, if you fall asleep in the loop, you reset. Yeah. So I always kind of assumed the cave was, if you didn't want to fall asleep, if you just went to the cave, it would just automatically reset. Hmm. So it follows the very similar rules as Groundhog Day. But one thing I really like in this film, as opposed to a couple of other films, is they actually almost reference this. So essentially what happens is that girl, Sarah, follows him in. And she's now in the loop and is resetting every day. She asks him what's going on. And he says, oh, you know, it's just these standard time loop mechanics. You know, it's one of those things, right? Which is almost like saying, do you know Groundhog Day? That means Groundhog Day is in this universe. 
Yeah. Yeah, because that, that's the that's the first one, at least I know of, that did the time loop mechanic. So. Well, I think most of the things I know is based on Groundhog Day, or at least you know Groundhog Day was first, so you can always see because I don't know if anyone's seen Happy Death Day, but in that they reference they at least say the name like, "Have you ever seen Groundhog Day?" Yes. So you know. Yeah. Groundhog Day is like the, the standard. You've seen that film. You know the, the rules to the time loop. Yeah. You die, you reset. You sleep, you reset. Yeah. No one will remember you, but you'll remember everything. Yeah, you carry over your information to the next day. Mm-hmm. So it seems to be that he is completely on his own and has been for a long years? time. Hundreds of years? Thousands of years? Well, More? You, you never know. He just He's just so bored now. Yeah. So it must have been a fair amount of time to get to that stage. Yeah, I mean, even at one point, there's Sarah who ends up joining him in, like, you know, having a bit of fun and, you know, trying to make the best of the situation. Even she gives him a surprise birthday party at one point by having, like, a happy millionth birthday. And he's like, surely not. I can't be that old. Yes. So he doesn't even know how long he's been there. But I think that's the quirk with this film is that no one ever joins people in the time loop, but it's always just one person in the time loop. Their quirk essentially is that multiple people can be in this time loop at once. And they know where the time loop sort of entry point is, because that cave is like central to it. Yeah, whereas that's slightly different from film to film, like Edge of Tomorrow, the mechanic they have is that Tom Cruise keeps repeating days, but the woman who's experienced it before knows that if you basically tells him in one loop that if you tell me this exactly at the beginning i'll know where we are and we can then go forward so the day resets really fast for him and he can keep going uh groundhog day bill murray's on his own and doesn't really know what he's doing and i think he just stumbles into working out how to get out but he doesn't really work it out it just happens i think he's kind of the sort of stage that andy's in in this one because Mm. He's, he was in that a long time before he started figuring things out. Yeah, because in, like, in that one, he's like learning how to sculpt ice sculptures. Yeah, and you think of how many times you actually see himself kill himself and stuff as well. Mm. So you think you'd need to be in it a long time before you start doing stuff like that. You'd think. Sarah seems to be the only one in this, in this one that actually takes it, the opportunity to like learn new skills. But that's not until later. Mm. But you'd think like, like if he's been in for thousands of years potentially he doesn't seem to have lit- he, he might have like worked out some things but but then there's also that sort of quirk is that he seems to be quite happy in the time loop now he's set in his ways yeah he's he's kind of comfy or even maybe it's more the fact that he's so used to it now he's scared of having another tomorrow mm. so throughout it all essentially sarah and andy form a bond things turn sexy they- yeah they seem to dig each other, but she still ultimately wants to get out. Andy sort of suggests he doesn't want to get out, and that's where the conflict is in this. Shall we explain who shot the arrow? I think we need to. Because yeah. he, he's such a good character. I forget the actor's name, but... It's J.K. Simmons. Yeah, so he plays Roy. Yep. Who, <laughs> at some point before Sarah joined the time loop, Roy joined in as well, because he had a night with Andy's character, and they were having so much fun together, he made the comment, I wish this night would never end. So <laughs> Andy being drunk took him to the cave and got him stuck in a time loop. Yeah, to which at this point he's so mad at him that every now and then he comes down and hunts him just to injure him and hurt him. Yeah, because he points out, I can't remember, I think he's some sort of relative to the bride or the groom, but he starts his day back at his house rather than at the resort. 
So every day if he wants to get there, he's got to do like a, yeah, like a so drive. many hours commute to get there. So he only shows up every so often um, to hunt or kill <laughs> Andy's character until Sarah eventually kills him. No, she injures him. She injures him. She drives a, yeah, she drives a car into him and like injures him. So he's in the he's in the the ICU for a while. Yeah, because that that's what Andy keeps saying. It's like pain is real. Like death is the the quick way out of the loop, but the pain is real. So you can linger until you fall asleep or the loop resets. Mm. So when he was stuck like that, he realized that what he was doing to Andy's character. So then he kind of cools it back and you realise he's actually just a sweet family man and he's really upset that he'll never get to see his kids grow up Niles wakes up every day to his current girlfriend but it appears it appears at the time that they're still like he might still care for us to some degree but I think I've now worked out that he actually has now worked out exactly what he needs to say to her in order to get sex right at the beginning of the day because all, do, all he does is he looks at her and goes nice legs so I'm wondering if he's tried that so many times that nothing's happened and she's just walked away. So I looked at it slightly different because later in the show you find out that she is cheating on him with this other guy with a glittery jacket. And I thought that maybe when he started the time loop, he was still like in a relationship with her. Hmm. But as time went on and he realised that no matter how he changed the day, she would always cheat on him. He realises they're not really in a relationship. Yeah, or that, like, at least in his head, he's he's already cho- uh, clocked out. Yeah, so he's very much fallen out of love. And she obviously doesn't like him. Yeah. So they were probably, for that day, they were on the veg... Veg? <laughs> they were on the veg of the breakup. Um, but he wasn't aware of it at that point because he's seen the day so many times, now he knows. So if he ever does get to tomorrow, he's pretty sure it's done. Yes, but what you said doesn't stop what I said. That you might have worked it out. Yeah. If you wake up thousands of times and you get to repeat exactly the same thing. Ah, because he already made that comment later in the show where he says that if he wants sex from someone, he wants to put in as little as effort as possible. Yeah. There's even a scene where Sarah asks him, like, have you had sex with me? And he's like, no. But she then asks, well, who have you done it with? And he then, like, rattles off, like, several names of different people, like the barmaid and stuff like that. She's the only unfortunate one that's actually then got into the time loop and then eventually finds out that he was lying to her. Yeah, but at this point he was saying it because he actually has feelings for her. There's the wee bit of the romance going through this. I thought the actors were really charming. I've not actually seen anything with Andy Samberg in it. I've watched a few episodes of Brooklyn Nine-Nine with you since then. He's not hooked on it yet, but I'm working on him. I don't think I'm going to be hooked on it. I think he's much better in this. I think the comedy in this is better than Brooklyn Nine-Nine. But that's just me. Well, the cast in this film is actually really, really good. Because you think you've got him from Nine-Nine. The main woman, Sarah, she is... um, Oh, she's in a TV series. Actually, maybe I shouldn't say because it will be a spoiler one if you've not seen one of them. The, yes, please don't spoil me. Well, it's it's not for you. I've already told you the spoiler because you said I could. Oh yes. But I don't know if I, I don't I don't want to say it because it's a big deal. The groom is from Teen Wolf. It's got that Gallagher guy in it as well. He's the dad. And J.K. Simmons. And JK obviously, Sims. he's been in the Spider-Man films and he was in Whiplash. He was also in Brooklyn Nine Nine. Oh, I might watch that episode. You just missed it. I just watched it. <laughs> oh no, I like J.K. Simmons. So overall, I thought the the, the cast were really charming. I I really liked every single one of them. I think Sandberg comes across really well as like the guy who has grown to not care, but then is like convinced by Sarah to start caring again to get out. Sarah seems really sweet. She gets a horrible wake up every morning. She's waking up next to the groom who she had spent the night with. 
I think that's quite hard for her because she develops so good and then like she she's turned into this good person and she does care but she can't get away from the mistake she made because every morning she wakes up to it yeah so she needs to reconcile that part of her yeah but then i mean at one point she just vanishes and andy's character can't find her until he like smells the groom's pillow and realizes that she's been there so he figures out that she must wake up every morning there and she's been researching and studying physics for however long because she's now an expert yeah like she reads like quantum mechanics and stuff like that and like speaks to experts and you actually see them on the phone and call with the experts and they're like you now know you know this more than i do yeah so she she's now figured out how the time loop works so she can get out of it yeah she she thinks it's you need to blow yourself up in the portal at a very specific moment in time and it's like 3.2 seconds or something yeah that's your window if you don't do it within then you'll just reset yeah, because that's the exact moment of the reset. So if you explode yourself, you pop yourself out the wee bubble at the reset time. What I did like is that she ran a test with the goat. And she sent the goat in and blew the goat up. And now the goat is no longer here. The goat's no longer in this time loop. Which makes me wonder, is everybody in this time loop but just don't know it? So they're unaware. They they don't have the, the thoughts and memories go See, over each day. I thought it was just they were they were on that day. So they're they're not really in it. They're just playing out the day, and they continue on to tomorrow. I understand that, but the goat is that's, no longer... That's where my head goes in it, because time loops get really confusing. Yeah, the goat's no longer in the time loop, though. Like, she wakes up and says, the goat's gone. He's not where But the he's... goat will still be in the actual day, and the goat will then be in the tomorrow. So they're in the originals, but they're not in the bubble time loop. When the film finishes, there's only one other person, seemingly, at least to us that we know 100% sure, that is still in the loop. And when he goes up and talks to the characters who are no longer in the loop, they act as if they would have done in their very first run of the day. Yeah, so the original. The original day, yes. But if the goat isn't there anymore... Did she just kill a goat? She might have killed the goat, but she might literally have sent the goat out of the loop. Which she, I, I she killed it out with the loop, which means he'll never come back. I don't know. Have we just have we just like figured out there's a problem with the... There's probably an explanation to it, but she said she never killed the goat, but then maybe she did kill the goat. Maybe the goat is dead. That goat was adorable. It was as well. Quite sad about that. I didn't mean to turn it so dark. <laughs> Moving on, it comes to the sort of part where she wants out the loop and Andy's character has decided that he wants to stay in the loop. So she's all strapped up with all the explosives ready to march in at the set time and he runs up and says like no he actually wants to live with her so he'll follow her out the loop so they can have a life together so they go in and you don't know if it's worked because you see them lying in the pool that they always lie in but then they're in you know they're in the empty house and then the family shows up which never happens on the 9th because the family comes home on the 10th or whatever day it was which proves that they actually got out and they're starting to learn extra facts like andy's character has a dog and he'd never mentioned them before because he thought it was irrelevant and I thought that was just kind of cute. He's like, I get to see my dog again. Yeah. Yeah, so that's where it ends. They eventually get out and they're still together and they're happy. And then we were quite upset because we don't ever find out if Roy gets out. And Roy was so upset that he couldn't see his kids grow up or anything. And then that's the bit that you were mentioning. Yeah, so Roy, I think you do work out that Roy does, Roy will escape. So that what happens is Andy has like a crisis of conscience and actually actively goes to see Roy for the first time ever. And Roy accepts him to come in to have a chat. 
And I, I assume somewhere in there, that's where he must have like liked. I uh, got to like Roy enough that when he, uh, when eventually they they've reset enough that they're gonna escape. That he leaves a note. I think it is. No, it's the girl phones him. The girl phones him. Ah, uh, so Sarah phones Roy, and I think leaves a message and tells them the plan. So tells them like you have to blow yourself up at this point in the cave, blah 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 blah, to get out of the loop. So Roy runs up to Andy's character at the wedding. Yep, who's dressed in a tux. Yeah, which is different to the usual that we've seen. Um, and I can't remember the exact word, but he comes up to him and goes, is, have, have you heard what Sarah said? Do you think it will work? And he just turns around and goes, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. And he's like, oh, like, oh I know it yeah. works now. I'm going to do it. I can get out. Yeah, and he can get to see his kids grow up. Because like, that was quite heartbreaking because he was always watching his like four or five-year-old. Yeah, like, but the wee boy water in the poo in the grass, that was just weird. <laughs> He seemed to think it was really endearing, but it was just a bit weird. Well, I think after you watch that scene over thousands and thousands and thousands of times, you might just be like, oh, do you know what? I'm accepting this. There was a few odd moments. Like, that was kind of quirky comedy, but then there was, like, the dinosaurs appearing when they were camping. That was... Yeah, not not every joke or every scene landed correctly, but... Yeah, we're not sure if that's maybe... Did they take something and that's why they were seeing it? Or was it some sort of overlap time loop that they were actually seeing real dinosaurs? It could be. That would be really interesting because it was right next... It was, like, just next to the cave. Yeah. So, not clear on that one. But, I mean, the comedy in this was quite funny. Like, when Andy's character was at uh, Roy's house and he d- couldn't be bothered doing the commute all the way home, he just put himself in a bin and said, can you just kill me so I can get there faster? And he ended up shooting him with the For old time's sake. Yeah. <laughs> so he shoots him in a bin, a wee wheelie bin, and off he goes. Yeah. But it was good. I mean, you pointed out um, the wee old woman at the start when she comes up to him and says about the speech, it's like, I've been to so many weddings in my lifetime and that was the best speech. You were wondering if she was stuck in the time loop, but that's never really touched on. I think that's just your interpretation. Is she just a wee old woman that's been to weddings, or is this wee old woman stuck in the same wedding? No, it, it, it's not just from that. She has two lines in the film, and one of them's that, at the beginning. She's like, ah, oh, I love that speech, son. But doesn't she come up later, towards the end of the film, and mention something which suggests really heavily that she's also in this loop, or she's at least aware of what's happening? I can't remember the second one, but I do remember we felt quite strongly she must be in it. Yeah, which means, like, does is everyone in it? Well, if everyone's in it, only three people are getting out of it. Because <laughs> they only <laughs> told those three. Yeah. Um. Where do you think it stacks up against, like, Groundhog Day, Edge of Tomorrow, Happy Death Day, and Happy Death Day to you? I didn't really like the second Happy Death Day as much. Neither did I. The only thing is, that pro- one problem with this film is they work it out with exactly the same thing that Happy Death Day to you worked out with. She just started learning science. And in this one, she starts learning science. Yeah, but I don't know. They did it better in, in the Happy Death Day to you. I just, I didn't like that it was like man-made time loop. And they tie that I get into, what you're saying, yeah. So they tie it into the first film, but it's like a character that you never actually looked into was the cause of it. And I don't know, I just, I, don't, I like that in this one, it's sort of like a natural sort of, it was just like a natural thing. It was the time loop in the cave. No one created it. Yeah, I like I like that it's aware of other time loop films in this film. Well, I mean, if they were doing it the same sort of scenario as Happy Death Day to you, it would have been like the granny going into the cave and causing a science experiment that made the time loop. And I just find that a bit odd. But I, I quite liked it. Groundhog Day is obviously the gold standard. Oh, you think? Groundhog I, Day is always the best Oh, one. I think Edge of Tomorrow is the best one. No, de- it's definitely Groundhog Day, but I'm not sure if that's just me biased because that's the first one I saw and I saw it when I was I was quite wee, so that's like my film. 
Well, we watched Groundhog Day together uh, several months ago now, anyway. But Edge of Tomorrow was like the first film I ever got you to watch that was like, here's a film, I know you're going to like it, because all my other ones in the past have been a bit, eh. But it was the first one that you watched and you went, I like that. You liked it enough that you suggested it to your parents. Well, it was really good, but it is ultimately an alien film. It's a film about aliens. But yeah. in, with Groundhog Day rules. Yeah, but that's the thing with these ones, is these aren't alien ones. These are just sort of, it's just normal day life and something happens. Yeah. Which is maybe why I didn't like Happy Death Day to you, because it wasn't just, it was normal day life and something happens, it was something so out there happens. Whereas in Groundhog Day in this one, it's just sort of like a natural, I don't know, a natural anomaly sort of thing. Yeah, I get, I get what you're saying. Well, anyway, Groundhog Day and Edge of Tomorrow are my number two and one, respectively, I think, for time loops anyway well i'll go groundhog day and happy death day oh you think happy death day is better than edge of tomorrow yeah oh i love happy death day it's a good film but oh it's so funny yeah but i I, i'm pretty sure you said that is like your favorite tom cruise film edge of tomorrow that's got to count for something well not well maybe i'm not a big tom cruise fan though Mm. this is more of a sort of i don't know it's weird to say it because it's quite dark in some points but it's sort of a happy-go-lucky version of a time loop yeah, it's a, it's a decent black comedy with decent acting. J.K. Simmons is great in it just for the small scenes he's in. I think it's more in the lines of Groundhog Day, though, because if you think of like Edge of Tomorrow's the alien action one, Happy Death Day's the horror one, whereas Groundhog Day and Groundhog Day is kind of like a family feel-good one, and this is more of like a, a more adult comedy one. I'm laughing because you're like, it's a family feel-good one where he literally kidnaps a gopher and kills himself over and over again. Oh, but you know the sort of vibe you get from it? It's like, I take that, Groundhog Day is a Christmas film for me. It's a happy Christmas film. Even though he kills himself, like, repeatedly, it's still a happy Christmas film. Ah, I get what you're saying. Anyway, I there's not much more we can say without really over-spoiling this film. I like think we pretty scene. much spoiled it, though, so we will put spoiler warning <laughs> in the comments as per usual. Yes. It's it's good. It's good. I was thoroughly impressed by it because I, I sat down to watch it going like, oh, it's another film. I'm probably going to be like, it's fine. But I came away from it going, that was really good. That was really good. I wonder if he's good in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And Brooklyn Nine-Nine is good. Yeah, it's good. You'll like it. You just need to warm to the characters. We'll see. Yeah, but I think it depends on who who you are for it because I think a few people I know, it took a wee warming up to it, so you had to stick with it for maybe like the first 15 minutes before you get sucked in but it's it's a good film i don't think i'll ever hit number one in anyone's list of the best film ever but it's it's up there it's a good one yes anyway thank you for listening everyone remember if you've got any suggestions or things you would like us to look at or review then email us at the email address below otherwise you can catch us on instagram and twitter i have been sasquatch and i've been turnip thanks for listening bye bye infinite time loop situations you might have heard about. That I might have heard about? Yeah.